Hey there, welcome to this excellent church. We believe the word of God is the charter of our lives and God's way to reshape values and reconcile men to himself. We hope this message brings edification, exhortation and comfort. Be blessed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I have only very little time, so I won't say much um, this morning. I just want to remind you of something that we have said many times in the past in services like this. This service is our hymn Sunday. It's also our carriage Sunday. And we usually have these services every time we have our month of emphasis. And the reason is to make the best of the presence of God in our midst, make the best of the month, and to make it a climax into um, you know, our, our, our awareness. The month of emphasis is a month where we fill our awareness with who God is in our life. It's a month where we grow in sanctification. You know, and it's a month where God also uses the time to, to bless us. Praise God. And so it's also a service as we do every first Sunday. We share together in the communion, in the Eucharist, or the blood and the flesh of our Lord. To remind us of that night when he suffered and died for our sakes. Hallelujah. And I just want to say this to you. That the atmosphere where people are filled with the Spirit is the atmosphere where the will of God is known and where the will of God is done. The atmosphere where people's hearts are filled with the Spirit, where believers are filled with the Spirit, that place where believers are filled with the Spirit is the place where the will of God is known and the will of God is done. The place where people are filled with the Spirit, the atmosphere where people are filled with the Spirit is the place where the will of God is known and the will of God is done. I know we've said this many times. We need to realize this very much. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 15 says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of every opportunity because the days are evil making the best of every opportunity because the days are evil. Paul speaking is speaking generally to believers, trying to make them understand. We live in a broken world. The days that we have in this world will be often. We will, often we will see all kinds of evil things happening in this world. And I'm very sure 100% of people here can relate to what I'm saying. Often, we will see days of evil. Paul is now admonishing the church and says we should make the best of every opportunity. We should make the best of every opportunity. Because the days are evil. One such opportunity to make the, that God has given us that we should make the best of is a service like this. Every time God's children are gathered together is another opportunity for God to meet with his people. 
It's another opportunity for us to encourage one another and steer one another onto good works. It's another opportunity where the Spirit of God is gathered with us also. It's another opportunity where God speaks to his people and touches his people. Paul says, make the best of every opportunity because the days are evil. How many times have you squandered opportunities of the gathering of the saints and your life is just going on the same? How many times have you squandered opportunities for God to touch you in the gathering of the saints? How many times have you squandered such opportunity? This morning is another opportunity for you to make the best of because the days are evil. You wake up tomorrow morning and you go into the evil days of Lagos. Hallelujah. This is another opportunity for you to make the best of. Verse 17 now says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is. Therefore do not be foolish, but, but understand the Lord's will. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. It is foolishness to find this kind of opportunity and to squander it and to waste it. It is foolishness to gather together like this, to come for whatever reason. If you have a sense of obligation, it doesn't matter. God has used that thing to bring you. If you came because you know somebody will ask you, we didn't see you. That is fine because God has used it to bring you here. If you came because it's just another Sunday and I want to hear Pastor Sam preach, it is fine, but God has brought you here. Do not waste this opportunity. It will be foolishness to waste this opportunity. So understand what the will of the Lord is. And then he begins to explain for us to understand properly. He says, do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. That means do not fill your days with things that intoxicate. Do not fill your days with things that alter your state of consciousness or your state of mind and cause you to live a debauched life. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Understand what the will of the Lord is and be filled with the Spirit. Understand what the will of the Lord is and be filled with the Spirit. That's why I said the atmosphere of being filled with the Spirit is the atmosphere where the will of God is known and where the will of God is done. Let me explain what that means. Let me explain what that means. A man's, when a man is filled with the Spirit, when a man yields himself over to God and God seizes it, when a man takes advantage of the opportunity which is the dignity of participation that God has given us. When a man yields himself to it and he takes advantage of that opportunity that God has given you an opportunity and the dignity of participating in him doing something in your life. When you see such an opportunity and you yield yourself to God, the Holy Spirit takes hold of your mind and he fills it with his awareness. He fills it with his word. That's why being filled with the spirit is the atmosphere where people begin to know the will of God. And the will of God in the sense of what is common to all believers, what Christ has done for me as a person, just as he has done for every other person. God can fill your heart with that awareness. 
of all the things that it means to be a Christian, to be a child of God, for the Holy Spirit to be inside of you, God can fill your heart with the knowledge of it. In this kind of atmosphere, when you take advantage of it, being filled with the Spirit, God can fill your mind with what it means to be a Christian. And you will know I'm a Christian and everything that it entails. It has an atmosphere of sanctification. It's an atmosphere of repentance. It's an atmosphere of when you know that this kind of behavior is wrong for me because I'm a child of God and the Holy Spirit is inside of me. It's an atmosphere of confession of sin. It's an atmosphere where you admit that, God, this thing is not my life. I will leave it behind. It's also, the, it's also an atmosphere of joy and knowing that I have the life of God. I have eternal life. If I die, I'm waking up to be with the Lord. I know that God is with me and he will never leave me nor forsake me. There's no painful thing in this world that God cannot turn around for my good. It's the atmosphere where God fills your mind with the knowledge of his will. Both in the common sense and even in a particular sense. It's, a, it's also an atmosphere where God can reveal things to you that are particular to you with respect to how he wants you to live. It's an atmosphere of comfort where you came with a broken heart because someone betrayed you. And the Lord will heal it particularly to you. It's an atmosphere where you have come with fear and you are afraid of what the future will be. You don't know what the next step to take is. And the Lord will minister to your heart and say, see, the line you are on is the correct line I want you to be. Continue where you are. It's an atmosphere where God can speak to your heart and say, the direction you are going is the wrong direction for your life. It's not my plan for your life. Move from this line. That's why you see all through the scriptures, whenever they talk about being filled with the Spirit, it's an atmosphere where people know the will of God where the will of God is proclaimed, where the will of God is revealed. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that Zechariah, being filled with the Holy Spirit, no, LM, LM, what they call it, Mary being filled with the Holy Spirit, sang a song of him and revelation concerning what the Lord our Savior has come to do. Zechariah, being filled with the Spirit, said, spoke and prophesied the will and the word of God. Being filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit is an atmosphere where the will of God is what? No. But it's also an atmosphere where the will of God is done. This is the difference between real charismatics and fake charismatics, which can be called emotionalism or charismania. This is the difference. This is why you would have seen that many people have gone to meetings and they will have fallen under the anointing and their life has not changed. And you see people go and they didn't fall, but their lives are actually changing. This is the difference. The difference is that People think that when we gather together and all these kinds of things, let us see the power of God and all that. No, listen to me. The power of God flows in the direction of the will of God. The power of God is released to do the will of God. So an atmosphere where God reveals his will is the atmosphere where God also does his will in your life. So the thing that God wants to do in your life, this kind of atmosphere is the kind of atmosphere where he does it. So you will see that being filled with the Spirit throughout the, you see, every time in the Bible, see being filled with the Spirit. You see people proclaiming what the will of God is. You see people also receiving power to do what the will of God is. Being filled with the Spirit, they sang and that place was shaking and they were released because that was the will of God. We're not just gathering because we're like Paul and Silas and we want to shake something. Do you understand that? It's not an emotion for its own sake. It is the power of God being done to do the will of God. It's the power of God being released to do the will of God. The atmosphere where we are filled with the Spirit is, this, is the atmosphere where God, the will of God is known and where, the, and where the will of God is also what? Done. By the power of God. So that's why John the Baptist being filled with the Spirit from his mother's womb 
never recorded any miracle that was done, but was considered the greatest of the prophets. Just what I'm saying now. One would think that what it means to be the greatest prophet is to do certain spectacular things, but he was considered the greatest, even though there was no miracle recorded. Because it's about the power of God in your life to do God's will for your life. Don't squander this opportunity. And Paul now goes ahead to tell us, tell us the means of grace that he has provided for filling our hearts with the Holy Spirit. Verse 19 now says, Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. The difference between an atmosphere of singing to the Lord where people are actually filled with the Spirit or an atmosphere where people are singing and they are merely emotional is this. The melody they are making is from their heart. That means their heart is involved. It is your heart that is singing. The keyboard and the bass guitar and the drum is only coming to meet what your heart is already singing. It is not the keyboard and the drums that is leading your melody. It is the melody from your heart that is leading. Do you understand the difference? Do you understand the difference? Because if you cannot sing to the Lord when there's no keyboard, you're not making melody from your heart. That's why if you're falling under the anointing when the keyboard is being played, you're not making melody from your heart. If you are falling under the anointing when certain kinds of chants are being sung, you are not making melody from your heart. Making melody from your heart means that you are actually singing to God full of awareness, knowing what you are singing. The melody is from your heart. So that's why they were gathered in that place and they were singing to the Lord and pray. And you know, they were singing unto the Lord without keyboard, without anything. Singing from their heart to the Lord and the angel of God was released and shook the place and freed them from their bonds. Without any keyboard, without any chance. Singing hymns and spiritual songs from your heart. So your heart must be involved. If as we are singing, don't squander this opportunity. Let me tell you how to squander today. Let me tell you how. As we are singing, be singing absent-mindedly. Don't pay attention. This is how to squander today. This is how to not be filled with the Spirit today. This is how to make sure that God will not touch you. This is how to make sure that God's power will not move in your life. As we are singing, sing absent-mindedly and be waiting for a certain kind of chord progression to come and be waiting for a certain kind of time. Just people are singing around you and you are just there. Put your hand in your pocket and be mounting the word and be following the melody and not actually sing. But this is how to be filled with the Spirit today. This is how to know the will of God, what the Lord is. This is how to appropriate God's power. This is how to participate in the release of God's power in your life. As the words are being sung, you look at it and you sing it from your heart. Let your heart sing it. When we sing, speak, O Lord. Let your heart say, Lord, speak, O Lord. Any words that come to us, when we sing it, sing it from your heart. Sing it from your heart. Sing it from your heart. Your, your soul, your inner man will be filled with the Spirit. Your inner man will be filled with the Spirit. As we are singing those songs, look at the words and sing them from your heart. Your awareness, your inner man will be filled. Yourself will know that God is inside me today. You will know that God is here. 
It always happens. Every time people sing spiritual songs and make melody from their hearts, not from the keyboard, not from the chantel, from their hearts, they always know that God is here. And when that happens, the will of God will be known and the will of God will be done. When that happens, the will of God will be known and the will of God will be done. Brethren, the days are evil. Don't waste this opportunity. Everyone who is burdened, you didn't come forward because you believe that God has done it. You have someone in your family that is sick. There's an issue at home. You didn't come forward because you had confidence that God would do it. You are right. Hallelujah. The Lord has done it. The Lord will heal them in the name of Jesus. You are right. Your faith is true and God has honored your faith. God has honored your faith. God has healed them. God has healed your family. God has healed your family. God has honored your faith. God has honored your faith. He will never confound the one who put his hope in him. He will never confound the one who put his hope in him. You have put your hope in God. You will not be confounded. You will not be put to shame. You will not be disappointed. You will not be put to shame. The Lord will hold you. All the ones planning marriages, everyone planning wedding, and there's been some kind of stumbling block. Listen to me. It is the will of God that you marry, that you found your own, that you found your flesh and blood, that you become one flesh together. Hear ye the word of the Lord. The Lord will make every crooked road straight. The Lord will level every mountain before you. The Lord will fill every valley before you. And all that is needed to be done, the Lord will settle it. You will look back and you will see that God is the one himself that made this thing happen. And you will glorify the Lord. Concerning the work of your hands, I pray for you. We pray together in faith, in union towards God. It is his will that is your ambition to live a self-reliant life that you might end the dignity and respect of everyone outside. I pray for you concerning the work of your hands. We pray in faith in the word of God, in our hope in God's word. The Lord will bless the work of your hand. The Lord will settle all your things. At every point in time and in every way, you will have more than enough. In the name of Jesus. At every point in time and in every way, you will have more than enough. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen, your sins are forgiven. The one who has turned away, the one who has repented, your sins are forgiven. The Lord is raising you up. Your sins are forgiven. The Lord is raising you up. Your sins are forgiven. The Lord is raising you up. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. For more updates on our programs and audio messages, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at This Excellent Church. God bless you.